You're listening to 88.5 WFDD, public radio for the Piedmont and High Country. I'm David Ford. Well, next, it's time for Carolina Curious, where our listeners get to drive the radio discussion. High Point University Spanish professor Adam Winkle calls Greensboro home, and he wants to know... Why is the borough suffix in North Carolina usually spelled B-O-R-O rather than Berg or O-U-G-H? Well, thanks, Adam. Let's find out. We'll take the Berg versus Borough question first, and it all goes back to history and other languages, because Berg, Borough, however you want to spell it, and Bury, for that matter, as in Salisbury, are all Anglo-Saxon in origin, dating back centuries to the land of Lederhosen and Bratwurst. In Germany, Berg means a town surrounded by a wall, and there are lots of them, Nuremberg, Brandenburg, Hamburg. So in England, the closer you are to Germany, the more you'll find Bergs. The suffix Borough, which also means town, has gone through an evolution over over the centuries, says Director of Local History and Genealogy at the Randolph County Public Library, Mac Watley. You know, like Edinburgh is spelled B-U-R-G-H in Scotland, but it's pronounced Burra, you know, Edinburgh. So there are all kinds of linguistic rules about dropping the vowels and things like that because of lazy pronunciation. But in England, all these kind of things come from history and language. You know, the Celts, The Saxons, the Vikings, everything in England goes back to some kind of historical event. Fewer than 100 people? That's a hamlet. Roughly 1,000 or less? Village. Less than 50,000? Town. More than 100,000? City. More than a million? Metropolis. Meanwhile, here in the New World, America, terms that may have been treated historically back in the day become political. So that's why there's such a variety of names. Our suffix is really, instead of just names, because in this state, in this country, cities and towns are created by the state legislature and people petition the legislature for incorporating a city or town. And and whoever's doing the petition can choose the name. He says, take Charlotte, for example, 800,000 people, and it's a city, but... Kannapolis is a city and it has 45,000 people. And of course, it's a real outlier because polis is Greek, you know, it means city. So it was named City of the Cannons, you know, the Cannon, Cannon Mills founded it. But then you got Pinehurst, which is officially a village, and they have 16,000-some-odd people. Uh, but Franklinville, where I live, is a town, and it only has 1,600 people. Watley says some historical suffix influences do endure here in the South. Ville, from the French, began catching on shortly after the French Revolution, starting with Louisville, Kentucky, in 1780. And three years later, Campbellton, North Carolina, switched to Fayetteville. And Asheville? Well, that's where things get political. You would use Ville if there was already a borough. So Asheboro is 1796 and Asheville is 1797. Both of them are named after Governor Samuel Ash. So you also had Greenville, which is 1786 in eastern North Carolina, but you had Greensboro, which is 1808. They're both after General Nathaniel Green. Then you had Prince Dunn in Johnson County, 1861, but Princeville in Edgecombe County in 1885. So when you've got lots of little towns like North Carolina has, you've got to be inventive with names. Interchanging suffixes is one way to do that. 
Watley says the sounds of words count too. There are lots of Franklinvilles after Ben Franklin, but no Franklin Burroughs. As for all the B-O-R-O cities in the Tar Heel State, Greensboro, Ashboro, Tarboro, Carboro, Pittsboro, Wilkesboro, Swansboro, he says they all sound better than Berg. But what about the mysterious B-O-R-O spelling? Will we ever know the answer? Well, I think it's linguistic laziness because Ashboro when it was incorporated in 1796, was a B-R-O-U-G-H. And then it went through a whole period for 100 years where it was just A-S-H-B-O-R-O. And so they weren't even spelling Ash right, since it's named after a governor, Samuel Ash, but they didn't know it had an E on it, so they just did the quick and easy thing. So B-O-R-O is just easier, quicker when you're writing a letter, an envelope, or something like that. <laughs> so basically, our answer for our, our listener is, uh, well, Adam, it's, it's basically because people are inherently lazy. <laughs> yeah, I think, I mean, and, and, and bad spellers. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. Ask a simple question and get a simple answer. But always know this, no question is too big or too small for the Carolina curious. For WFDD, I'm David Ford. Support for Carolina Curious comes from Bowie's Market, Winston-Salem.